This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our other shows like Westworld FM, Gone to Texas, and Horror Movie Yearbook. If you're a fan of Westworld, Preacher, or horror movies in general, chances are you'll dig one of those podcasts. So go to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com for more information. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. I don't get a pop? No, I, no. I, I was trying to come up with a different sound effect, oh. and it just didn't <laughs> happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Whatever the hell that is. I blew my onion. <laughs> Uh, while you're listening or even watching along, why not have it, head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support. Check out all the various ways you can support us. The support store where you can buy shirts, hoodies, koozies, uh, all that good stuff. We also have a donate button if you want to donate money if you don't feel like buying anything. Uh, any little bit helps. Even if you don't feel like doing any of that, check out the Amazon affiliate link that we have there because if you buy stuff through that link, we end up getting a little bit of money from Amazon uh, for you know pointing people to their outlet. Uh, and most importantly, don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatchers such as iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Radio, and TuneIn Radio, and Google Play Podcasts. And as always, if you don't like what you hear, or even if um, if you do like what you hear, or even if you don't, that's the way I say it. Ha! Uh, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds. And now that we're streaming on Twitch, don't forget to follow us there. We are attempting to step up our social media game. We had a little bit of... Uh, <laughs> mishap this week and miscommunicating who's doing uh, which kerfuffle. days. Alex failed. So uh, just be sure to check us out on the various social media outlets, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Facebook, because we want to update those more often and engage you guys as listeners and viewers a little bit more. Uh, we love hearing from you, so please do that. Uh, today, we are going to go over a good portion of the E3 announcements, um, pretty much all, everything, like all the big stuff, I think, is yeah. kind of the plan. Uh, but before we do that, we did get some feedback, and Alex, I think you get the honors of uh, reading this one off and responding. So This one comes in from uh, Drew Stye, I guess I'll call him, I don't know, yeah. Drew. Drew, a friend of the show, Drew, who we've known for a long time. I've known Drew since seventh grade. He's yes. one of my best friends. I stood up in his wedding. There you go. Uh, hey, Midwest Game Nerds. I listened to your podcast on the top 50 games that all gamers should play. John had recently introduced me to the podcast, and I was interested to learn about games that I haven't played yet. Alex introduced Spelunky to the list. Based on the discussion, I was intrigued by this game. It sounded like it would be fun and challenging. I was wrong. <laughs> At first, the game matched my expectations. It was difficult with traps and enemies around every corner. The randomly generated levels provided another degree of difficulty. This slowed down my ability to learn the game mechanics and improved my performance. However, I finally mastered the game and beat the first four levels of Spelunky. I quickly learned that I had mastered nothing. The next four levels in the jungle were far more difficult than the first four levels. I can't count how many times I was killed by a tiki trap. They're a bitch, for sure. Uh, these are possibly the most challenging aspect of the game. I honestly felt like the game designers were geniuses who knew exactly how I would play and place traps to ensure my failure. Despite their efforts, I mastered the next four levels of Spelunky. The next four levels in the ice caves felt like a break. They were, there were some strong and explosive new enemies, but I felt like I could slide right through these levels, pun intended. The last four levels in the temple sucked. The area felt like a combination of the most difficult aspect of, aspects of the game, plus some new enemies that would basically kill you on the spot. It was especially frustrating when I would spawn next to Anubis, who would almost guarantee, which would almost guarantee death. I, I much prefer the Anubis from Zone of the Enders. I never thought I would beat these levels. It took me a while, but I finally was able to reach Olmec, the final boss of the overworld, I suppose I should say. 
As I should have expected, he quickly killed me. After several hours and over 450 total deaths later, I finally beat the game. I felt so accomplished to have beaten it, beaten what I consider to be a nearly impossible game. No, I didn't play from the beginning to beat it. No, I haven't beaten, I haven't beaten or even been to hell. However, I still consider my completion of the game a victory. I don't know why I felt compelled to write such a long email. I think I may have just wanted you to understand my experience with this game. Maybe so you can share this experience with others so they never even think about playing Spelunky. <laughs> it is the most difficult and frustrating game I have ever played. Alex, you are to blame for introducing this to me. While I recognize it is my choice to play it, just know that you are responsible for my anger and frustration. <laughs> This is why I texted John with a picture of my victory included in this email, along with the following statement. Tell your brother I hate him for introducing me to Spelunky. <laughs> he encouraged me to share my message with the podcast, hence this email. Alex, I wish you the best in life, but I know I will, for- but no, I will forever resent you for introducing me to such a nearly impossible game that will haunt me for years to come. One, because I want to beat it from the beginning and beat hell. And two... Because I know I will give in to this desire and be met with even more anger, frustration, and disappointment because I honestly don't think I can do it. Too long, didn't read. Spelunky is nearly impossible. Alex, you should feel bad for introducing me and others to this game. Drew. (laughs) Drew, that is a perfect microcosm of Spelunky experience in a a written email form. Uh, I also have never been to hell. You essentially have to, like collect certain items and beat the boss to then go to four even harder area like levels it's it's ridiculously hard and then on top of that there's another meta game that i can tell drew about where it's called the eggplant run you're trying to ruin his life further yeah so there's a boss (laughs) the boss in hell will die in one hit if you can carry an eggplant from essentially one of the first four levels of the game because that's the only place you can get it all the way to the end of hell and I can't remember exactly how to get the eggplant, but there's some really ridiculous conditions. You basically have to have like a perfect run in order to do this. And there's like one man I know who did it first, and his run is like very highly popularized. He was doing it on Twitch and all kinds of stuff, and it's out there for yeah. people to watch. And that's the only person that's ever done it. I don't know if anybody's <laughs> done it since then, but I just know that it's a ridiculous task and that not many people have done it, if if all, if more than him. So... Drew, I'm glad that you had the most optimal Spelunky experience that you possibly could. And uh, you're, you're very welcome for all of your suffering and anguish. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, that was perfect. I don't apologize at all. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. He said he knows. Like he, It's his he, fault. He didn't have yeah. to. Yeah. Kind of makes me want to play that game more than I've ever wanted to. It's fantastic. You're kind of like that crack dealer that gives like the first little rock for, for free. free. Yeah, yeah, and you get the kids hooked, mm-hmm. and then you just keep feeding them. The I don't think it's me. I think Spelunky is. Yeah, but you're the one who introduced. I'm you're the, the dude, You're the friend. I'm the connections guy. You're the friend who like was like, oh yeah, hey, you should smoke this, bro. <laughs> And then, just once belong. And then when when Drew comes to you and he's like, "Oh man, I think I'm addicted." You're like, "Oh no, nah, bro, I'm not addicted. My brother smokes this stuff every day. He's not addicted." Like, <laughs> that's that's who you are. Yeah. Well, well no, actually, I'm that guy because I'm because you're the I'm your brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. my brother smokes this every day and he's not addicted. <laughs> no, it's uh, that that was a great email. Thank you, Drew. It was and, awesome. Um, yeah. Everybody should play Spelunky. Yeah. Even if it ruins your life, for sure. Uh, anyways, uh, you guys have been playing player 
Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. 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 Yes. Um, Brian, Brian wanted to talk about it. So. Oh, oh, yeah, Pub, absolutely. PUBG, as yeah. it's known by the kids, or Plunk Bat, as it's known by the kids. I like Plunk, Plunk Bat. Bat. Plunk Bat. I like Plunk Bat. P-L-U-N-K-B-A-T. That's a good one. Plunk I like Bat. that. Yeah. It's a little longer, but a little bit. I can get behind it. Uh, yeah, I've been pretty obsessed with that game. and um, it's We talked about it a little bit last time. For those who don't remember, third-person shooter. Yeah. Uh, 100 people. Battle, Battle Royale. Royale style. I didn't say Hunger Games this time. <laughs> um, and uh, available on Steam. Uh, recently announced to be an Xbox uh, console timed ex- exclusive. Yeah, so it kind of fits in with this episode. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Um, yeah, it, I'm pretty obsessed with it. Why are you obsessed with it? Bro? I don't know. It's just like totally different than all the other games I play as far as... Uh, I mean, it's competitive multiplayer, sure, but it's it's you versus everyone. Yeah, and games are just not like that nowadays. It's always team based well, I mean, bullshit. Wasn't and, Daisy and Arma too like trying to do that? Yeah, kind of. but this I tried Daisy too, and it was intriguing, but it was real rough. And games of like, Daisy and game, Arma can take forever, like right. a long time. Yeah. This has a definitive. This end. is basically just like the rounds. I think top out at 45 minutes is is what i very heard. rare that they last that long at exactly. least for people like us that suck yeah <laughs> but um yeah it's just exhilarating i mean and there's so many factors in playing it it's not just whoever has the best skill at shooting which right. that, that does play into it a lot and yeah. we are terrible shots which is why <laughs> we usually end up losing in the end but you can get by without shooting at all. Like one of the best games I had playing solo, so me versus ninety nine other people on their own. Um, I didn't even find a gun. Yeah, I didn't. So I didn't fire a single shot, and I got within the top ten. I think maybe even six or something. Yeah, we still haven't won Just the by game. Being smart, we haven't gotten the chicken dinner, which is what you get when you finish, finish uh, when you actually get first place in the in the in the, in the round. Um, we got to number two today in well, you, number you two in teams. Yeah, nice. But uh, um, and that was pretty awesome. But we funny. got shot. Sorry, I, I said thanks for watching, and the person left. <laughs> just, That's fine. There's four people now. Yeah. there were five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, we've had some pretty good good stories happen too. We yes. had a game yesterday where <laughs> Brian was like. Hey, let's get in this car. We're going to go to this place. And we got over to this place. And he's like, oh, great. There's a hangar here. I can, like, park the car in here so that people don't know it's here. Yeah. So he, like, backs the car. He essentially, like, Ace Ventura's the car into the garage. (laughs) (laughs) And then we get out and we're like, oh, hey, it doesn't look like anybody's here. Let's go and loot these houses. And we go into these houses and we hear this. And these guys drove off with our car. I think it was just one like, guy. They were just watching us, and like, or the, yeah, I don't know how many people it was, but somebody was just watching us get out of the car and go into the building. He's yes. like, "I'm going to take your car." So, kind of seeing like those kinds of experiences coming out of this game, I think, are, are some of the stuff that makes yeah. it really fun. Uh, you know, we have we have a debate like the closest that we got together, like Brian and I, we were doing duos last night, and uh, we got to the final. Didn't we get to like third? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, so there were six people left, yeah, and it yeah. was us and four other people, so two other duos. And we were 
the, the map was constricting a lot and we were on this cliff kind of hidden from everybody and these people converged on these ruins on top of the cliff so we started going up it because we had to get it back into the circle as yeah. it constricted and Brian saw some people after getting the sweet Tommy gun that we looted out of a, a supply drop that was in the water so we were the only ones that were able to get it because we were on a boat yeah <laughs> so we pulled up in a boat he got the Tommy gun we got back in the boat pulled over to the 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 island it kept constricting we got down to six people left we get up to this hill brian's got his tommy gun and he sees this guy and he's like i'm gonna kill this guy because there's like six people left and we need to start killing people (laughs) so so he shoots this guy and kills him and then his partner must have turned around or something or came into view and ended up killing brian and then also like i scooted up against the wall but he came around and killed me because he knew there were two of us yeah yeah so there's there's some debate as to whether or not we would have gotten it down to four people if Brian right. had waited to shoot because he may have just alerted them to our yeah. presence by shooting. But gotcha. we'll never know. That, we'll never know. That kind of happens bitter about in every it. single match. It's just like, well, if I would have done this one thing differently, maybe we all would have survived. Yeah. Like I was driving a Jeep when we were playing, like, uh, I think all three of us yeah. were playing. Or no, maybe that was when I was playing with Ricky. No. We had a squad with three where, you, where, where we were rolling up on that hill and Jim's like, yep. you shouldn't slow down here. And then all of a sudden, this dude just pops out of a bush and guns everybody down in the car. I'm like, there's <laughs> oh, no. nobody up here I was here thinking of the hill. one today where somebody got Jim and Jim fell out of the car. We were in the Jeep. We turned around. We were thinking about going to get him and then he got totally killed. And then you just like must have been like, I don't know what the fuck to do. And then you turned around and started speeding off and then just slammed into a tower with the Jeep. And then we, like, you're just like, oh, well, I'm piecing out and I'm still sitting in the Jeep. Like, what What are you doing? And then I just got So what you're saying is Brian plays, uh, what was the Plunk Bat? Plunk Bat. Brian plays Plunk Bat the exact same way he plays Friday the 13th, where it's really, <laughs> even though you're in a team, you're working together, it's, it's Brian for himself. It's not actually but, true. But I don't, I mean, I think, I'm not the I one think, that's shot one of their own teammates dead. That belongs to my cousin. That award. <laughs> that was me that I got shot. See, I don't think it's like it's not malice on Brian's part. It's just that he's thinking things and not they're not necessarily making it out of his mouth to the people that are playing with him. It's a small mouth. I it's can't such a small mouth. Words fast he can't force it. Yeah. yeah, it's bottlenecking. He can't. Yeah, the bottleneck in the Do Brian system is his mouth. You hear like a high pitched wine in the in the earpiece. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> when I'm trying to communicate something very important, very quickly. There's so many words coming out, but they're so small. And it just, it just sounds so, like a tea kettle. Yeah. I have a couple questions. When though. Lizzie starts like, barking. Yeah. Just yeah. a couple of legitimate questions. Okay. Okay. Is the voice chat built in game? There is voice chat in the game, and as far as I know, it works fine. But we've been using Skype. Okay, I hate Skype. I don't. You can you can do you can you can do either way. Like yeah. we could probably okay. do. I, I, I haven't used the end game at all. Nah. I think you can toggle. I like, just push can never. To talk. I can never remember my Skype password, so I constantly. That's the have only to reason why you resetting hate it, it. No, and I just don't like the format because I think the quality sucks. It's been terrible ever since I've ever used it, uh, and I don't like it, and it's bad. I don't it sounds know. better than talking on a normal phone. Maybe, maybe it's better now. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've yeah, used it. Yeah, I guess it. so. So, uh, and my other question is, how <laughs> how big can teams be? Up to four, I think. Yeah. Okay. 
There's weird vehicles that have like five seats in them. So maybe it's five. I don't really know. But it, like right now, it's four. Okay, and you, you yeah. haven't announced this yet, but you have an Xbox One S on the way. Yes. Okay, are you planning on getting this on Xbox? I would consider picking it up if we get a good group of people. Because to... I think this is the only format. I, that's the only format I would purchase it on. I don't plan on. I'm, I'm probably going to be getting rid of my PC. If you point. two and Corey pick it up. We want to play four player, or if Pat wants well, to check I mean, it out, yeah. And Jim's got Xbox too, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I would totally consider picking it up if you guys pick it up when it comes out. For sure. So cool. Yeah, I might consider that too because I think at some point in this game, like all PC games, will have a a, a cheater base in it, a group of people. It probably that will just already cheat. does. And yeah. I would assume it certainly seems like it sometimes, but I just, just like to think that i'm just not good enough pat says he's gonna play so that's cool awesome. right on. yeah so we've got a bunch of people play. yeah and they're cool. adding a lot to the game i'm i'm i held off on getting this for a couple weeks before i finally pulled the trigger just because it's early access and yeah i don't really like getting into the early access shit anymore did, did they say that the xbox version is going to be an early access or is it going to be i don't think they've actual... mentioned but i think because the pc version is just kind of staying in early access for now It'll probably be the Xbox Early Access. Yeah. Like, I think it'll be under that umbrella so that they can continue to push uh, It's, it's supposed to come them. out this fall, right? right? Yeah, I think it's supposed to come this year. Let me take a look at what our uh, thing... Uh, Leap from PC to Xbox. Xbox Family Exclusive, although I've heard since that it's actually just a timed exclusive. Uh, late 2017 is what yeah, the, the date that they Yeah, because I'm going to need to upgrade to a Pro for my PS4 soon and buy a new TV. And get an Xbox One S. <laughs> one S or One X? I'm not going to get the X. I don't think. I, there's no reason for me to get it. Hmm? I don't see a reason for then me to get it. Then why would you get the Pro? Yeah. To go with the 4K TV I'm going to get when okay. I get one. And because I need to play Destiny in the best possible means necessary that I can actually afford. All right. So. Well. Okay. That's just me. I don't know. <laughs> I got a lot of stuff I need to figure out, but yeah. I don't. I don't like having the... Like the regular shit, I I want to have nicer stuff. Yeah, we can we can talk yeah. about that a little bit more because I want to talk about my thought process with the Xbox stuff that happened. Yeah, but we'll we get there. Do uh, do you guys want to start running through the E three stuff? Yeah, we got a lot to get through, so we, we don't might as well do start what going. We've been playing. What else have you been playing? Or no? I mean, Alex played some Destiny, which is fun. I played some Destiny. Uh, that game sucks. I don't know why you guys play it. Uh, I've played awesome. Friday the Thirteenth a lot. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Destiny. Destiny's been cool. I bought a gun. It's pretty nice. It's called Trespasser. Sidewinder. Yeah, Trespasser. <laughs> no, that's the uh, Microsoft <laughs> controller from back in the day. When it fires, it sounds like a rattlesnake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, I I ended up buying Rise of Iron because it was it was ten bucks off this uh, this weekend. Damn, I wish so, I would have waited. Um, it's uh, I can't do any of the Rise of Iron crap yet. Except to buy weapons from Zer, apparently, because that's exclusive to Rise of Iron now. Um, so, you know. Um, I played some more of that Everspace game I briefly talked about before. I think I did. On the last I don't, I don't yeah, really I know that you did. brought it up, but what? I don't think you went into detail. Okay. Maybe it's, brought up that you It's basically, it. I mean, it's a 3D space game where you have a ship, you know. Okay. Fly around. You can collect some resources and stuff. You can upgrade your ship, but it's it's not like totally open space. It's kind of like there's a zone progression to it, pretty much exactly like FTL. Okay, and it I think it's randomized, but I'm not really sure. It might not be, but um, 
Yeah, so you kind of make your way through one zone, like a tree, and then there's like another map Maybe branching that comes up path before, or whatever yeah. that you can kind of. Um, and then it is roguelike. I mean, you die, and that's the end of your over. run. However, you get to keep your money, and you can put that toward upgrades and skills and crap like that. That's so, cool. And you can buy other ships too. There's different types of ships. It's really cool. I. Hopefully, I will play more, but I keep just playing Battlegrounds constantly. Punk Bat. Yeah, which... Yeah. I played uh, Build a New Gaming PC, too. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) Build a New Gaming PC 2017. Not getting anything new for a long time. (laughs) But it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, We should say ARMS did come out this, this weekend, but there's so much E3 stuff to go through. I've spent a crap load of money. Brian spent a like crap load of money. I have no money. John has no money. I so spent a crap load of money I don't actually have. Yeah, so I kind of had my money, kind of. Yeah, kind of. But, so send us so, money. So yeah, <laughs> uh, if 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 uh, we might talk about arms later on, I want to pick it up at some point, but for sure. Um, and the only other thing that I've really been playing has been Friday the Thirteenth. It's still fantastic. I know Joel picked yeah. it up because of us, so I hope. I don't have his uh, name or anything. So it's the same can... thing as the name that he, he okay. uses on like everything I, uh, else. I'll, I'll send it to you guys. All right, yeah, send it to me so I can add him and we can try and get some games going. It's I played a bit of that too. It's fantastic. It's just so good, even with the jank and all the stuff going on. They fix the matchmaking. It's just funny. Like it's just a funny game it to is, play, yeah. and it's, it's like it's a good game to play with friends. Basically, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like a party game, yes. pretty much. Yeah, and uh, that's the thing. Like, there's no, there's Rarely been any other game. Like, every once in a while, Gojo and Nick will hop on GTA and they'll be like, hey, let's play a game or whatever. But basically, like, almost, like, every other day since the game has come out, Willie's been like, hey, I'm hopping on Friday the 13th, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do it too. So to have a game like that, which I typically don't stay along with, uh, it's it's been quite a lot of fun. I had one of the most ridiculous rounds that i've ever had as of late a couple nights ago where i was the only one left and i ended up like circling jason and i ended up circling each other like in melee stance like uh combat stance for a while where you can like press l2 to like dodge out of the yeah. way and you yeah. press r2 to to chop with the machete at him and uh in, in the the you know michael jackson's beat it was playing in the background pretty much yeah or or i think he was saying uh the the star Especially trek when you pulled out your pocket like knife. a like a captain kirk uh theme you yeah. know kind of thing going on but uh it was great like as we were doing that the two minute warning showed and i was like oh my god i could actually do this and i ended up dying because it just it didn't work out yeah i managed to knock him out but i was so wounded that i couldn't like get away very quickly right so that game's just awesome and if anybody out there wants to play it with us on ps4 let me know because we're playing all the time hell yeah Mm -hmm. cool i haven't played anything except destiny so okay no update i'm leveling my hunter currently yeah uh they finally reached level 40 which is cool took a while nice that's about all i'm gonna pick up a sidewinder from uh i did get a sidewinder for (laughs) from zur i've actually gotten a handful of pretty decent weapons lately so yeah, the trespasser, not That's the good. sidewinder. I know it's going to be the sidewinder from now on. I'm okay. really digging the NL Shadow. I'm loving that gun. It's cool. It's a lot of fun to play. It's been around for a long time. Uh, I don't think I like it more than my hung jury, though. That will forever be my favorite scout rifle. So, but yeah, that's just me. Well, not forever, probably. 
Yeah, when until, Destiny Two comes out, maybe there will be something better. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, like a Gellerhorn. Yeah, I'm just joking. Okay, podcast is over. No. Anyways, cool. Let's go into the E3. We're going to start with Nintendo because that's the order that this NeoGAF timeline is. Yeah, in, so we're so. using the <laughs> E3 2017 summary thread on NeoGAF because we can't make up our own. Thank you to the people. Why well, would this, we make our own? This is just an outline because we're going to dis- we're not going to use their discussion. We can we can stop at the uh, just at the that. points that we want. Just wanna. read it off. Yeah, all right. So Pokken Tournament Deluxe was Pocken. announced. Pokken. Pokken. Is it's it Pokken? Like Tekken with Pokemon. Pokken. Yeah, okay. Pokken Tournament Deluxe was announced for the Switch. Uh, it's a Pokemon fighter, fighter game. Yep. Uh, kind of cool, I guess. The little trailer slash commercial thing they showed everybody was kind of cool. It showed some dude like going home, it seemed like, or going to visit his brother, maybe? I didn't watch it. And uh, everywhere he went, he was running into people to play with, and they all had Switches, yeah, apparently, which is not nice. realistic because they nobody pulled them out has of their Switches. Pocket. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, they didn't. So, well, literally, he stayed at, like, a hostel, and, like, everyone at the hostel had a Switch. And I'm like, no, yeah. this is not realistic at all. Nobody in the world has Switches right now. <laughs> so he left that in the enough. hostel. Somebody would steal it. So, uh, anyways, it looks kind of cool. Um, I'm not that interested in it, though, because I don't really like fighting games. Yeah, so, I don't really care about I'm it. I'm not either. interested in it at all, because I don't really have an interest in Pokemon or fighting games. There you go. Cool. Launches September 22nd. Yeah. But and I'm excited for people that do. They, for some reason, announced another version of um, Pokemon Ultra. Uh, it's Pokemon Sun and Moon, but Ultra versions, which that game just came out last year, right? Yeah, it's kind of weird. I don't really understand why they did that. I don't either. Sun and Moon Ultra Deluxe. Yeah. Re- redo. Something like that. But that, that, I feel that like that out. would like abbreviate to sucks dicks somehow, <laughs> yeah. which is pretty good. <laughs> That comes out on my birthday. I'm not going to buy Happy it. Happy birthday, John. Thanks. I don't even have a 3DS, so it doesn't make <laughs> Happy sense. Happy birthday. No. Uh, November 17th is when that is. If anybody wants to celebrate my birthday with me, that'd be cool, you know. Uh, they also announced Pokemon Gold and Silver have been announced for the 3DS virtual console. Um, I'd like to start see them. I'd like to see them start shifting a lot of these virtual console things over to the Switch. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? They still didn't even announce that. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, what else do we have on this list here that I care there about? There were a couple other things that came out beforehand. Uh, Skyrim is officially announced now. You're going to be able to use your Link Amiibo to get the Master Sword and Link Breath of the, the Wild clothes. The champion armor. Yeah. That just doesn't seem so, to fit. There's also some motion controls. Like the using motion controls the, looked kind of cool, actually. Yeah, you can actually like draw the bowstring back and, and do stuff like that. Swing so that's sword pretty sweet. Cast spells. It's almost whatever. like they're bringing that over from the Skyrim VR, but we can talk we'll about get, that. We'll get there. Um, Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Okay, everyone hated on this game really big time yeah because rabbits before oh before it wasn't like they actually showed what the game was they announced a long time ago they, didn't, that they, they were didn't, doing they this. didn't announce but it leaked yeah it leaked that they were doing this game and uh i just saw something i, I think it was on a different <laughs> neogaf thread that um <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry pat all of my icons on my pc are, are giving him ocd yeah. Uh, anyway, so this this leaked a while ago. Everyone hated on it pretty hardcore. And I saw in another thread, uh, it was I, Miyamoto actually like told the uh, the the creative director of this game to stand up and take a bow or something like that. I didn't. I don't remember this actually happening when I was watching the stream, but. The dude was visibly in tears because yeah. he's he was so happy that people actually were digging this game, I yeah. think. 
because he he got so much flack for it originally. Because uh, the whole Rabbids thing has been kind of played out. It really died on the Wii, like, pretty hard. Yeah. Because they well, did so was, many games. It was pretty and- dumb. It wasn't it was, that. I mean, the first Rayman Raving Rabbids that came out at the launch of the Wii was fun. It was a mini game collection, yeah. like a Mario Party kind of thing, and it it worked well enough, and it was fine. But basically, but, this yeah. game is Mario and the Rabbids in XCOM. Yeah, essentially, it's a strategy RPG of some sort. And yeah, I can get behind that. It looks awesome. And I'm really interested. I like the ability to play off of other characters, so you can have like. Mario and the Peach Rabbit like can bounce off of each other to do different attacks or yeah. to like flank enemies differently. Uh, it looked really cool, and I'm really interested in having this on my Switch because this is what I'm looking for. Yeah, if they're not going to give me Final Fantasy Tactics of some sort. <laughs> this is the closest I'm going to get, and I'm okay with that. It's kind of the perfect game for like I'm going to pull this out and play a couple rounds, a couple turns in this XCOM style thing, and then put it away and come yep. back to it later. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty cool thing. Yep, for sure. Next up on the list is Super Mario. That's coming Odyssey. August 29th, oh, yeah. by should, the way. I should oh, go wow. with these announcements. Uh, and next on the list is Super Mario Odyssey, and that comes out October 27th. Um, That's okay. I wanted to, before we did this episode, I kind of wanted to be like, hey, pick a few things that were your favorite things that you saw at E3. Yeah, I was thinking about but that. We, too. I forgot <laughs> because I was too busy playing Battlegrounds. But, <laughs> anyways, I'm sorry. What, what do you call it? Plunk? Plunk, Plunk bat? bat? Yeah. Um, that is on my list, though, that I just came up it with. It looks fantastic. Absolutely. That looks so much cooler than I even expected it to look. The ability to use the hat to possess other enemies and things like dinosaur. is so cool. And I think a second player can play as that, yes. too. Right? Uh, a second player can control the hat, so you can essentially like co-op the game together. I also read that there are um, like 2D gameplay parts of the game that are hidden away in various corners of the that's cool the that's game. pretty sweet so that should be interesting as well yeah i it, it seems like a very weird mario game and i'm okay with that i i kind of want nintendo to get weirder and different with their game like that's kind of what they did with breath of the wild so to let them kind of figure out ways to make it seem fresh and new and different. I mean, they've always kind of been the company that just does their own thing and does it really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they've been funny, doing... It's funny saying that because I realize that Breath of the Wild took mechanics from so many other games. They, but they've been doing but, their own thing the same way for almost 20... Like, for over 20 years. And it's like kind of like... years, actually. Yeah, exactly. So, to, to see them let Mario and Luigi have guns in the Rabbids game is right. interesting. Like, that's pretty weird and strange and not something I would ever have expected out of them. To see Mario possessing weird humanoids on New Donk City streets is so... <laughs> like, what What the fuck did I just say is kind of the main... Like, right. what else is this game going to be? So to kind of see that coming to fruition, letting them do things in their own I mean, it's, it's kind of like... Awesome. Uh, what was the... The, the one where he had to clean everything. That's Sunshine. Yeah, Super Mario Super Sunshine, Mario Sunshine was like a, a totally different game. Like, yeah. But it was still Mario. And like the fact that they're able to like just keep going and coming up with something original with the uh-huh. same character and like just let it, like again, doing their own thing. That's cool. And I respect them for that. And, and I admire the fact that they're able to do that and get away with it and still make money. And yeah, they've been in the game now for how many years? I mean, yeah. Nintendo started as a playing card company in like the 1800s. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're still kicking ass. Yeah. Like, good for them. Symbolically, to see them start the Switch off with a Mario that is 
3D and new like this, as opposed to New Super Mario Brothers Wii U, which was a launch title for the Wii U. Mm-hmm. I think it shows that they kind of want to go in new, different, bold directions. Yeah. They're going to switch it up. Uh, All right. Oh, I did that. October 27th. Yeah. Anyway, Xenoblade. Uh, Somebody stopped watching right after that. Yeah, it's fine. Coincidence. We just lost all of our watchers. They're getting that now. Yeah. yeah <laughs> or somehow they're in the future. Whatever. Uh, Xeno- said, it was so bad that it reverberated backwards through, through time. time. Or yeah. maybe they right. were just like, I really need to see a bad pun right now, and it didn't happen soon enough, and then they left. Yeah. Anyways. Could have saved them. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 comes out holiday season yeah i did i wasn't expecting that this year i was expecting that in like 2020 (laughs) yeah i don't know i haven't played any of the other games so i don't really know what to expect but it looks cool and it looks like it's probably pretty fun a little confused by that like i thought there was a xenoblade game on wii u there was they had like awesome looking mechs and shit like that or is that a different game? That's Xenoblade, Xenoblade Chronicles X. Okay, which I that one looked awesome, and I really wanted to play it. And so I was like, "Oh, Xenoblade!" And then I watched the trailer. And I'm like, "This is nothing what I wanted." So I don't I'm know if that's like game. a prequel or not, but yeah, there it's are kind no of a different mechs. This is a direct sequel, not a direct sequel. It is a sequel to the Wii game Xenoblade Chronicles. Right. It also came out on the new 3DS as well. Um. So it's kind of a more standard RPG-ish type game. Yeah, and, exactly. uh And, you know, it should be pretty good if that's what you're looking for. Clearly, Brian is not looking for that. Not looking for that. Yeah. Which, the, the, the mech game was the same way. There were just mechs in it. Yeah, well, that would help. <laughs> okay. Anyways, moving along. Metroid Prime 4 was teased with yes. literally no information. But... Just, just knowing that it's out there is nice. But that just means there's the possibility it never comes out. No, it's gonna it's gonna happen. The thing, it's not um it it's might not, not being come out made for ten years. It's not being made by retro. It's not being made by the people who did one, two, and three. So, boo. That's a bit of a bummer, but I have faith. Hopefully, in Nintendo. I just I mean. Why announce? I don't see the point in announcing something that you have nothing to show for. It's similar to how they announced a Pokemon Core RPG, and they literally they were like, "Hey guys, we got a Pokemon game coming." But that's the and thing like, is that that's that was it. like that's all they said. Like that's to me is like why even bother? Like I understand building hype, I get that, but it's just I mean, come on, like give me something other than a title. It's card. not necessarily the building hype. It is the hey. You just spent $300 on this thing, and I know there's not a lot of games out now, but we're working on it. Like, you are getting Maybe the best of the best from us. Maybe they started working on it. That's they entirely just like decided, that happens. like, hey. Like, that Final Fantasy VII uh, remake, they announced that, and they're, like, going to start working on it, like, next week. Like, that's yeah. essentially true. So, it's... Like, it, I, I appreciate it from the standpoint of, look, your investment isn't in vain. Like, I'm happy to be, like... Oh God! There's a new Metroid Prime coming. Like I am so excited for more Metroid Prime. So the fact that they don't have much to show off of it, whatever. They're gonna do a Prime in like, or not Prime, a Direct in like a few months, and they'll be like, "Hey, here's a little more about Metroid." Yeah, or I mean that was like that. that was kind of my next thing that I was gonna say is maybe it's just a way to push people to view more of the Nintendo Directs. Like they're not getting enough of an audience with those, and so they they announce the title and they're like. 
more information on the way, and then the next time a Nintendo Direct pops up, more people will be paying attention. To I the mean, Direct. yeah, I, I don't necessarily know don't if know. that's true, but it, it just to me, it's a we put out this system; it's expensive, and we're currently light on games. Please understand, there's more coming, and right. we are we didn't know that there was going to be a mainline Pokemon on this thing. But there is, which is big news. Like, the fact that the 3DS might not see this game, that's kind of really important. <laughs> yeah, and they did. I think they just confirmed it the other day that it will, in fact, be the, like a standard Pokemon yeah. core game where you actually go around collecting the Pokemon and fighting them. Yeah, it's battling. not Pokemon Coliseum or whatever the hell came out right. for. Right, but what intrigues me is the ability to play this with other Switch players on the go. Yeah. Like, that would... I that's for what I want. Twenty minutes. Do an ad hoc uh, battle on the in the Starbucks or something yeah. like that. Or playing Metroid Prime Four multiplayer with people because hacker mode is sitting stupid. on a rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited for Metroid Prime. Uh, I'm excited for Pokemon. Like I would pick up a new Pokemon. I yeah. am most excited for Mario. All right, keep going. Metroid Samus Returns announced for that the 3DS. Cool that's that's a remake of the Game Boy one, right? It's a remake Metroid of Metroid 2. 2, yeah. That is Set the one uh, I've actually played the most of. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I hadn't played it until that remake, that fan that remake that cool. came out, which is really, really good. I am skeptical because Mercury Steam, the people developing it, made a weird Castlevania 2.5D for the 3DS. That wasn't super that. good. Was Chronicles? Uh, it wasn't like Chronicles. It's like uh, it, it was. It spun off of the um, Kojima, the Kojima directed Castlevania that came out. I can't remember. Uh, Lord of Sha- Lords of Shadow. It's a Lords of Shadow. Okay. Castlevania game, but it's on the 3DS and it's 2D. I'm skeptical about it. It looks kind of weird that they're adding mechanics like doing like little melee attacks with. With Sam, or I don't know. It looks strange. Does she have a whip? No, not exactly. But I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for more. You can stand in place and just wave it like this. <laughs> no. And hit in every direction. Yeah, they just reskinned the Castlevania yeah, just game right. behind you, Samus. So I'm excited for it. It's coming September 15th. But uh, yeah, I don't know. He doesn't really stick his arm out though. It really looks like he's just holding it like this. Yeah, he's just like, holding it there and just kind of flailing it around. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Doing reps. Yeah, basically, he's just, yeah. like, lifting, but it's he's swinging his whip everywhere. Uh, all right. any, Things <laughs> you only what? understand if you're watching us on Twitch. What yeah. else? Uh, <laughs> we all know about the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild DLC that's coming out. We've got uh, a date for the yeah, first the, pack. The DLC first pack with the Master Trials will be released on June 30th, and they didn't announce the second pack, but I, I think it was the fall at some point. Yeah, it said sometime in the fall. Yeah. And there's not much info about it. Some people think it might lead to playable champions potentially yeah i don't know about that but i don't know i don't want to play the champions i just want to play with the champions yeah like we did kind of spoiler alert uh rocket league, you're talking about so that's okay rocket league was announced for the switch this is awesome because this is the perfect game to have on a nintendo switch it's pretty yeah especially pretty if you can get that. eight people sitting around a table with nintendo switches playing and drinking and having a good time uh i do believe they were talking about having some form of crossplay. With Rocket League at some point, but not right off the bat. Am I right or no? Yeah, I'm not sure. I haven't I it'll, haven't seen uh, it confirmed. It'll probably be crossplay with everything, but uh, PlayStation. Given right. given that uh, Minecraft is is going to be kind of universal like that, I, I assume Rocket League will probably. Yeah, I just be know too. the Psyonix guys are really into having cross platform. I wonder. I wonder. Do you know if there was any um, 
like single screen. There's couch co-op in Rocket League, right? <laughs> I don't know if there's couch co-op. Like it. Like I think multiple people can. Bloomin' onion. <laughs> uh, you missed one earlier, Joel. I apologize. Yeah, You'll we, have to listen we had for one that earlier. One. Um, but um, I think there's couch co-op because I think multiple people can play off of the same same console. So I hope that's oh, yeah. something that carries over. Like if you can break the the Joy-Con off and have two people playing. Yeah. Playing uh, Rocket awesome. League. I think there's enough sweet. buttons for that. I think so too. Yeah. So that's sweet. It would be awesome for sure. Uh, Kirby has been announced for the Switch and will arrive in 2018. Yes, uh, includes the Looks ability of mixing and recruiting helpers, join forces with three friends, or for team action. Yeah. Yes, four-player co-op Kirby. Yes. If it's anything like the Mario game that came out on the Wii, I am not interested in the least. It bit. might be kind of like that. That was the I most. In, that was the most infuriating shit I've ever played in. <laughs> Where you try to. Life jump somewhere and then you run into yeah, you your jump into somebody else or like bounces you off into a chasm somewhere yeah, yeah. that that made me hate mario for a minute <laughs> yeah, that's kind so, of irritating uh, if that's what kirby is not looking forward to it i'm um, so down if, if it is what kirby is but i can just still beat it by myself i'm fine yeah that. you probably can uh, Yoshi was also announced for the Switch. That looks super in 2018. cool. It looks like Paper Mario, but with Yoshi. Yeah, it's kind of like it looks like a little diorama. Two point five D ish. Yeah, and then, yeah, just like like he can flip and go in houses and blah blah blah. Like it was very cool. Yeah, it looks it. It's got a very beautiful art style and it yeah. plays uh, like a lot like a Yoshi. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to say about all these Switch games is the art style of all of them is awesome. Yeah, yeah. like whoever they've got in charge of all of their art going forward. Keep doing it because you're kicking ass. Yeah, I think that's the thing is that because the Switch isn't the most powerful thing on the market, they got to make gotta some very. Creative. That's always the case with the Nintendo systems. Yeah, yeah. So and some sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I, I think you know between Paper Mario's and like the Yoshi's Woolly World was gorgeous on the Wii U. There's a uh, Clay Kirby that came out on the Wii U Ooh. that also looks fantastic. So yeah, you know that's they've always been good with that. Right on. Fire Emblem Warriors coming out uh, fall of 2017. Help confront the evil dragon that killed your mom with help from heroes <laughs> across the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, Let's just change that I, to slept with your mom. I love Fire Emblem. I'm not interested in this, though. Yeah, I don't I don't care. I just don't care about Dynasty Warriors games. and I'm just over it. Like, the, the Hyrule Warriors did not do it for me. Yeah. And so this isn't going to work either. Uh, moving along, Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga plus Bowser's Minions is a remake using the 3DS Mario and Luigi engine for animations and remade pixel art. Journey to restore Princess Peach's voice. Oh, and grow an army of minions. October 6th on the 3DS. I want to play this on Switch. I don't have a 3DS. I that don't was, want to spend more money. That was the other thing I was going to say about Metroid Samus Returns. Why is it not on the Switch? Just give it to me on the Switch. Because I just want to play things on I don't want to touch or, my or 3DS anymore. It, like, release it on both. Because you've got an audience on both. Like, just yeah. give me a break. You know? Yeah. I, I don't know. It just bothers I don't know. Me. Yeah. I feel like I've heard about all the Nintendo stuff I care about personally. Well, we can just... Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's a bunch of Amiibo. Yeah, and then um, Pikmin 4 was confirmed to be still in development. Yep. Splat- Splatoon 2 is confirmed to be 60 frames per second and 1080p. But we already um, played it, and it seemed to be, so... Yeah, I mean, so the, that's the about the it. Test. That's it for Nintendo. Okay, Brian. <laughs> Let's talk about Microsoft. I think yeah. Microsoft stole the show this year, personally. I... I think they did a pretty good job. They did a good job. I will say I appreciated the brevity of Sony's presentation and the lack of talking. Yes. It was very nice. Yes. Fair However, enough. I think 
Xbox brought a little more to the table as far as just cool yeah. stuff to show off. And the Xbox X was interesting to see, especially since it's actually smaller. That's kind of cool. Yep. So, yeah. Let's talk about that. The Scorpio yeah. has been named the Xbox One X. Not to be confused with the Xbox One S. <laughs> yes. Easily confusing. If you uh, there's have also a speech a, impediment, it might be a problem. There's oh. also a $300 price difference between the two. So Yeah, all the, all the moms calling this holiday are going to... It's going to be... That's, you're going to have a lot of really angry kids. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted the X! Why is it white? What <laughs> <laughs> uh, the black one? Speaking of the One S, though, going back a little bit here, there is a fifty dollars price drop right now, so it is two hundred dollars. Uh, actually, no, 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 that actually was not. That didn't end up being true. What? Uh, the only one that's priced at two forty nine normally is the Minecraft bundle. Okay, and that one was excluded from the deal. So all of the three hundred dollar like. 500 gigabyte bundles that came with like Battlefield and FIFA and those yeah. got dropped to 249. 240. Okay. But yeah. the the 249 uh Minecraft bundle is still just 249. That's like it's not. Well, I that's they were still pretty bucks. damn cheap for that console. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Plus you're getting a game. That's yeah. awesome. Fair enough. Yeah, it's 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 not that's not bad at all. Yeah, and speaking of prices, the One X is 499. This is pretty much on par with what everybody was speculating. I don't remember what size drive they said. It's got a one terabyte. One terabyte? Yep. Uh, it's not going to be enough. No. It never is. Quick. It never is. Um, what else? Did they announce anything else that we didn't know about the X? I don't think so. It comes out November 7th. Uh, that's exciting. So a lot sooner. Well, probably on par. I, they want it available for the holiday season, obviously. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. Um, it is smaller. It will have backwards compatibility in 4K, true 4K gaming. It will have backwards compatibility with old school Xbox, yep. the original Xbox. Original Xbox, That's Xbox a new 360. Thing that was announced. And all of your Xbox One accessories and everything will work with it flawlessly. Yep. So that's exciting. Yeah, um, you can use your Elite controller and all that fancy stuff. Rock Band adapters and. <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing. That, it is a thing. Uh, yeah, man. You can okay. use them to play Dark Souls with if you want. <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> play Dark Souls with a guitar. There's a whole community of people pl- like beating Dark Souls with different controller types. Do you so, think they're using the on, uh, PlayStation? Guy, Are they playing with the uh, aim controller? There was a guy that's using... What, I want to see somebody beat Dark Souls with the aim controller. There was a guy using bananas that had like triggers on like Im- Im- embedded in them so when he smacked the bananas they would do different <laughs> they gotta get really gross after a while yeah I, it exists that's how you get a uh, donkey kong to uh so pat says frame capping womp with a mad face so uh, let's talk about this all right uh assassin's creed origins the new assassin's creed that takes place in egypt is going to be 4k but capped at 30 frames per second this is also true of the PlayStation 4 Pro. Destiny 2. Still not confirmed for 4K by somebody on Twitter on the Xbox One X. But they're saying they're investigating it, but it will be 30 frames regardless. I don't have an issue with this. I understand why they do the capping. They can't... I mean, if they uncap it, it's going to be 60 frames per second a lot of the times, but not always. And nobody likes those sudden See, frame See, but they're dips. saying that this is going to be 30 frames per second a lot of the times, but not always. They're not promising solid 30 frames either. Yeah. 
Like that's, well, that's the, a problem. That's the main thing. It's capped. It's not locked. Like it's, it's okay. Like I see what you're so, saying. But the Pro and the X, there's a hundred dollar difference between these things. The Pro is by all paper logistics way more powerful than like it's fifty percent more powerful than the PlayStation Pro in terms of teraflops. But the Destiny guys basically came out and said we have all of these things that are processor intensive, like our AI and uh, and the <laughs> AI, like uh, let me the player the number of players being used, the enemies being spawned. Uh, the world itself, like everything, gotcha. is processor so intensive. Play it on my new PC. Yeah. So, and because of that, basically, the extra power of the Xbox One S or One X is not going to be shown in a lot of these games because a lot of them are very processor intensive, and there's only a slight boost to the. CPU. It's the same mm. CPU. It's got eight cores, but it's just a little bit. It's a higher clock speed. I kind of thought the the CPU in both systems, the Sony and Microsoft, were are pretty similar architecture wise. They're both AMD eight core or whatever. Yep. So yeah, why is this stuff going to run so much better? Are they saying it's going to run better on PlayStation? No, everybody's though? just kind of butthurt over the fact that they're capping the frames. Okay. No, kind of the thing is that like. It's not that things are going to run better on the PlayStation. It's that things can't theoretically run that much better on the Xbox. Unless they're GPU. Unless they're, yeah, unless they're more reliant on the GPU. Which I'm sure that means that a lot of the Microsoft first-party games are going to look nuts. Because they're going to be able to know that and adjust yeah, for it. Yeah. And, and, and so those guys know that hard well, hardware well enough to kind of shuffle that around. But when it comes to yeah, like like multi-platform the, the, things... The Forza, game, Forza games look awesome, you know? I mean, yeah. And they always have so, ever since the second one. To me, to me, and this is what led to me buying an Xbox One S, I was like, I think I'm going to see similar performance in multi-platform games on the PS4 as compared to the Xbox One X for the most part. If Destiny and Assassin's Creed are coming through and saying things are going to be pretty close, like they did come out and say things might be a little more solid on the One X, but nobody was ready to be like the One X is going to be solid. Like it will carry well, it the whole way through. I think a lot of it stems from the fact that they've, they're creating, they need to create content that not only plays on a regular X-Bone, but also a regular PS4, and then also be able to play on a, a Pro and an X. Yeah. So they're trying to make sure that they, they're they able to create content that is similar across all platforms in in a way so that like they're not really favoring one over the other. See, and the so thing, like one of the things that some people were saying is the issue, which I don't think came out of uh, Bungie directly, was somebody basically being like, we need to, as, as Pat is saying in the chat right now, we need to keep everybody at 30 frames in the Crucible because if somebody's at 60 and another's at 30, the 60 FIPS is going to have a, a leg up on the 30. Yeah. That's Which is why totally PC true. gamers always want to have the best PC. It's totally true. That's why Gears of War 4 on PC, if you play with people that are on Xbox, your frames per second are locked to 30. And you They've can only solved play that problem before. Most of the time. 
occasionally they open it up to play competitive play cross platform, but most of the time they don't. Okay, yeah. Well, that's that's a keyboard and mouse issue right there. That's that's what that is. But the like they they lock the PC to thirty frames per second if you are playing Horde with Xbox okay. One One S and One people. So that's not the problem. This is a hardware issue. This is this is the game being coded to need more processor power, and there's not that much more there than what's already, you know, being used. Yeah, what's already in the Xbox One and One S. So, right. To me, that was disappointing. Uh, I bought a new TV, and I want to be able to watch UHD Blu-ray. I don't want to wait for the One X. So I'm basically, I was basically just like, I'm going to buy a One S right now. Going to try to sell my GTX 1080. And get a 1080 Ti so that I can use my PC to play all of these Microsoft games at even better performance than what the One X is probably going to get out of them, or maybe maybe not. I don't. We don't know that for sure yet. But that's kind of where it came down for me. I know so. that the Ti card has just as much RAM as the entire One X will have to share <laughs> with everything. <laughs> yeah. So. Graphically, if the graphics card has its own RAM that's greater than everything that's in that console, yeah, things are likely to look better. But right. Anyways, we haven't even touched the Microsoft stuff. Yeah, so uh, we. I mean, we can we can just bullet point it. Like we can, if you yeah, want to stop somewhere, we can. There's stop. a few, only a few things I really want to like actually talk about for maybe a minute. All right, let's but. just run down the list and stop me when we get there. Okay, Forza Motorsport Seven comes out on October third. Looks great. Yeah. Brian's excited. Metro yes. Exodus looks fucking awesome. <laughs> like, that that was a surprise to me. Didn't expect that at all. That's coming out in 2018. No exact date yet, but it looks incredible. Uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, already talked about that. Comes out October 27th across all platforms. That looks like the first time I'll get an Assassin's Creed game. I've heard it feels game very game. Tom Clancy. It, Interesting. I like the Tom Clancy games. Yeah. So, Splinter Cell, is, what was that last one? Uh, Conviction? Blacklist? Ghost Blacklist, I think, was the one that I played. <laughs> the last one that I played. I liked that a lot, actually. That was a fun game. Uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. It's on its way. I will probably pick it up on a console because I don't want to play it on a PC. Um, Deep Rock Galactic. Don't really care about that. It's dwarves fighting for gold. It looks kind of cool, but, you know. Whatever. whatever. Is what it is. State of Decay 2. Looks awesome. Yes. I'm very excited for this because now I, it's co-op, right? They yeah. actually like say it's co-op. It so, has to be. Yeah. I yeah. want to play that with friends. That's That was the thing that was missing from the first State of Decay. Uh, the Darwin Project. Uh, don't really know what that is really or care. I don't remember what they Oh, showed. that was that weird... Wasn't that the weird uh, competitive play one where they were doing the cheesy voiceovers for eSports? Ah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's it all was, I remember it was, about it. it. it looked, and that was yeah. a huge turnoff. It looked like the Hunger Games or whatever. Uh Whatever. But Minecraft like a- is getting unified servers across all Xbox, Switch, mobile, and PC systems. Sony doesn't want anything to do with this because they They're suck. They're lost. They're doing a super super duper graphics pack for the. Yeah, that Xbox looks One really X, good too. Awesome. A lot of neat uh, dynamic. This lighting is another and stuff lighting. Like the crossplay thing is something I want to get into. We can get get into it later. I, can, it, I, like, I want to talk yeah. about it though because I think it's very. important. I agree. We do need to talk about it. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Z will be on the enhanced Xbox One X launches early 2018. Black Desert is an Xbox One console launch exclusive MMORPG. It looks like a mix of RPG and Dragon's Dogma releases early 2018. That looks pretty cool. I kind of dug that game a bit. I was looking at that on Steam today, and it, it seems like um, 
it is really cool, except that it has a lot of paywalls. Yeah. So I'm looking, I'm curious to see what they do for the Xbox version. Right, right. Uh, the Last Night is a cool, stylized, futuresque sci-fi game, a unique take on the HD pixel art set in a post-cyberpunk world, Xbox One console launch exclusive, and Xbox One X enhanced. This looked pretty cool. It looked yes. kind of Blade Runner-y, but yeah. like, uh, what was the Out of This World, or uh, or those other games from like the 90s? Uh, I'm going to give that a spot on my I don't most remember, anticipated but that looked list. really cool. Uh, the Artful Escape is another stylized 2D game with guitar and acid trip segments are abound that will release when it's damn ready. Xbox One console launch exclusive and Xbox One X enhanced. Um, Looked wild. Don't even remember that, so I don't care, uh, obviously. <laughs> Code Vein, uh, the guys on NeoGAF are calling this Anime Dark Souls. Yep. I'm, I'm pumped yeah, for this. Looks super it cool. looks great. 2018 still. 2018. Sea of Thieves. They finally showed some more. Sea, they, well, finally. I'm, they showed yeah. more Sea of Thieves. It looks way more pretty. Now, the water effects were unbelievable. Yeah. This looks cool. This game looks fun. Fucking release it already. We got to see a lot more of the actual game, and it looks like it would be a it lot of fun. It looks like there's going to be a lot to do. This yeah. looks like something that when we when we need to lighten the load, light, lighten up a little bit after playing Friday the 13th, we yes. can move over to playing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Although, I don't know, running through uh, tunnels... Running, to running through caves with I thought skeletons. that was one of the coolest things. Is like you can't freaky. shoot shit. You got to carry that treasure bag, yeah. treasure yeah. chest, and your friends better hold their own and blow shit up and take care of business because yeah. you got to get the treasure. Yeah, out and of give there. you an idea where the hell you're going. That was really cool. I'm into that. Yeah, no, it all that. looks cool. I am very excited for that one. Um, Not excited had, that it's coming out next it's, year. It has ship fights. It has some really sweet weather effects. Again, the water effects were some of the coolest looking water effects I've seen in the game. So I'm I'm pretty pumped for that. They're saying early 2018 now. Um, we'll see about that. I guess. Uh, Tacoma yeah. Fulbright announced as an Xbox One console launch exclusive. Cool. And it's going to be Xbox One X advanced, uh, enhanced, available August 2nd. I don't remember what Tacoma was. Tacoma, they showed a very brief clip of it. There's a much longer trailer online. Uh, okay. It's been on in the works for a long time, and it looks really cool. I don't really know. You're on a space station, and there's AIs, and I assume things go wrong. Yes. So okay. I'm, I'm excited. One to, of those I'm trapped and scared in space yeah. games, but it looks I'm, cool. I'm down. Right on. Uh, Super Lucky's Tales coming out on November 7th in line with the One X. So that'll probably be something that'll yeah. show it off a Former little bit. Former Oculus launch game, now remastered for Xbox One. Yeah, Cuphead is coming out September 29th. Finally, that's a, that's been what cool. two years since it was announced, roughly. Uh, or was that last I think year? longer than that. Longer. I think it's been in development for a long time. Longer than Crackdown Three. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of Crackdown 3. That's coming out November 7th as well in line with the One X. So that'll be something to show it off a little bit. Is Terry Crews actually in the game, though? I think he plays uh, one of the voices. Okay. Pro- probably the voice of the main character, I would assume. That's good. Um, a video montage for a bunch of the ID at Xbox games showed off a whole bunch of games here. I don't know if we want to run down a list of that. I don't know. None of them really stood out to me. I mean, yeah. There's a Fable card game. Path yeah. of Exile also coming. Cool. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, Ashen from Aurora 44 is the Xbox One console launch exclusive. Uh, from the stylized graphics to the desolate nature of the story, it looks great, I guess. I don't really know. I don't remember Ashen at all. 
Uh, Life is Strange. This is a prequel, prequel. right? Okay, Before the Storm had its world premiere at the Microsoft conference. Available August 31st. If you haven't played Life is Strange, is it still free on PSN right now or no? Yeah, it's this month. Okay, so this month on PSN right now, you can get it for free if you have gold. Yeah. Uh, Before the Storm is going to be a three-part episodic game, and the first episode is coming out August 31st, so... Middle Earth Shadow of War. They showed off some of the updated gameplay for that. This game, again, I didn't care for the first one. When I saw Shadow of Mordor like, come out, just was like, nah, I don't care. This looked kind of cool, actually. And the voice acting was awesome. Yes, the voice acting was really funny. Yeah. Really, Good. really entertaining. This is coming out on October 10th, so pay attention for that. Uh, if any of this stuff coming out, guys, that we talk about, if you listen to this and you want to hear us talk about it, tell us. So we know what to get so that you don't have yeah. to waste your money. Yeah, there's a lot of games coming. Let us waste money for you. <laughs> um, Ori and the Will of the Wisp is coming out. That looks awesome, but I still haven't played the first one. Yeah, yeah. sequel to Ori and the Blind Forest. I know it was 10 bucks on uh, Steam this past week, but I didn't mm. pick it up. And Xbox backwards compatibility is expanded to the original Xbox console library of games. Uh, they confirmed that Crimson Skies is coming out. That was that seemed to be like pretty exciting for everybody who was uh, at, in the audience at the conference there. Um, let's see what else here. I don't know what's going on over here, but Brian, you, yeah, you're fine. Did you get a booger on your microphone? No, it was a bug. Oh, a bug. Okay, you're making a sweet face though. Uh, okay. okay, Gears of War, Forza Horizon 3, Killer Instinct, Halo Wars 2, and Minecraft are getting 4K Xbox One X updates, and as, as well as 30 additional titles from third parties, including Final Fantasy 15, Resident Evil 7, Ghost Recon Wildlands, and Rocket League. Cool. Yep. If you get a One X, mm-hmm. that's awesome for you, because then all those games that you already own will look even better. Yep. Anthem was officially introduced. This game is coming from Bioware. It looks awesome. This looks like third-person Destiny, and it, I like. You mean the like fact, the division? Yeah, but better because <laughs> this this is like because you can fly. This is in some post-apocalyptic jungle world or whatever, where there's all kinds of crazy creatures and shit that you can hunt down and fight, and you get these exosuits that you can swap in and out of, like depending on how you feel like playing. Like you have one main character, and you have different suits you can wear. I don't know if like you purchase the suits as you go through the game, like you start with one, but you can get others or how it works. But yeah, um, it looks awesome. I'm really excited. I'm yeah. planning on getting it, and if anybody wants to play with me, I'm taking. I'm going to hold open auditions to join my <laughs> fire team. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably get it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I'm we'll still a little uh, worried about whether it'll actually be any fun. Yeah, but um, it looks awesome. It, and. The interesting thing that they showed, one of the, I heard somebody talking about this, I think it was on the Waypoint podcast, but the idea that in Destiny, when you're in social spaces getting missions and things, you're in third person, and then when you go out into the world, you are in first person. Oh, this it's is like the opposite. Yeah. in yeah. Anthem, where it kind of seems like they want you to world build as... You like you being yeah. in the, like it's well. You're there's not, actual not, dialogue too. Yeah, and there's you, people are actually talking to you in the world. You're I not believe. just like reading voiceover yeah. and and the thing. So, kind of seeing that tonal difference between this game and what Destiny is like. I think it shows a very interesting focus on storytelling that Destiny didn't doesn't I necessarily show in in that same way. Could be wrong about this, but I do think there is some sort of dialogue tree type stuff in Destiny 2. That's cool. 
but I could be wrong about that. I thought I read about that. But even just from the game design standpoint of like, we want you to be first person when you're interacting with these people that want to give you missions. Like even that guy that gives her the first mission and is like, Hey, we lost some dudes. We got, I don't even remember what he said, but just the, like you had this really worried and frenzy guy trying to help or, or get a mercenary or whatever they called the person to go and help him achieve something like freelancer. I think a freelancer. Yes. 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 Instead of the pathfinder or the shepherd, you're the freelancer and uh, freelancer, freelancer, freelancer. But yeah, it, it seems really interesting. Um, it's come out a long time from now. There's certainly a lot more time to get excited about it. I'm already excited about it. So hopefully they don't let me down. Cool. Anyways, moving along, we're going to hit up the Sony stuff now because the last bit of that Microsoft stuff isn't really all that important. Um, well, they're, they're re-releasing the original Xbox controller. Cool. It's got an LCD in it, too, I think. Uh, it's that's weird. That's like a third-party item from what I read. But it's it's coming. Like, it's... They're making they, I think they, they are licensing the it, it like it is the actual controller. Hmm. So they they were calling it the Duke Hyperkin was showing it. They yeah. partnered with Microsoft to bring it to the Xbox mm-hmm. One and Windows Ten. I can live without that. So it's interesting. Like did it, did the did that thing have bu- uh, um, bumpers and triggers or was it just triggers? I don't even remember because it had the black and white button as well. So I'm, like to me, I feel like I think that it just had triggers. Okay, but I'm so not sure. It's not like a current Xbox controller wouldn't be able to play the stuff, but obviously, if people really want the black and white buttons instead of the bumpers, then they can buy the Duke. Right. So, all right, Sony, gold and silver PS4 Slims are available. Who cares? You already have a PS4. Yeah, the gold ones are cheap. Because nobody wants them, I'm guessing. <laughs> so they're like, you can no, have all, this for two fifty. They're all two fifty now, I think, yeah. for the most part. Anyway, Jellostone is here from Minnesota. Hey, Minnesota! Well, Thanks for joining, man. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't care about different colored systems. It doesn't. That doesn't mean anything to me. Uh, Shenmue three has been delayed until 2018, late 2018. They didn't show it at all. No, did they? they didn't. No. But that was announced that's, somewhere in there. Um, that's sad. That's a bummer because I know a lot of people were. Uh, Pretty excited about that. Um, what else here? Dissidia Final Fantasy NT has been announced for the PS4. The arcade version of the game and Noctis was unveiled. Launches early 2018. Didn't even hear anything about that. Uh, the new story trailer was released for Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age. I'm kind of pumped on this because I really liked Final Fantasy XII, specifically because it took place in Ivalice, and I really like that environment. So I may end up picking this up. But I watched the trailers and I was like, oh, man, like I haven't played a JRPG in like 10, <laughs> maybe 12 years. I don't know if I can do it anymore. Yeah. So mm. we'll, we'll see. We'll see how I feel about it when it actually comes out. Uh, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, will include a VR mode for PSVR Ooh. and is delayed until early 2018. Yep. I, yeah, just, I also later. just read today that the VR mode will have somewhere between 12 to 15 hours of gameplay. That's awesome. Which is sweet. I've so. never played an Ace Combat game, but that might be enough to make me pick it up. Right on. Yeah. I, I just... I playing. I mean, I played enough of EVE on uh, on PSVR that I'm pumped to play something that's not yeah. in space, maybe. So I figured they could be a little more creative with the landscapes and things. Yeah. I'd like to see a little more of what the system's capable of doing in that environment. 
um, which makes me pretty pumped. Yeah, Joel popped in to say, question to end the podcast, who won E3 for you? So we can talk about that at the end. And hello, Electric Mastro. Um, yeah, Ace Combat looks cool. Yeah, uh, next up is Bubsy, the Wooly Strike Back. It was announced. Bubsy. And is something that exists fall of Why? 2017. Don't I don't even remember seeing Bubsy, that. The last Bubsy game. I watched the whole Sony. No, this, you didn't. Was yeah, didn't. This, no, was, you didn't. this was on... We didn't watch it all. Yeah, it was, was on a, the pre-stream. They oh, started okay. an hour early. Yeah, uh, it, I just don't even... When was the last Bubsy game? That came out on like Sega CD in like 1995. We, we, we can move on <laughs> from Bubsy. I don't know if anybody's been waiting for Bubsy. Yeah. But yeah. I'm sorry you. if that's all you're looking forward to. Uh, Undertale was announced for the PS4 and Vita, including physical editions. Cool, I guess. I don't know. I didn't, sure. Not, don't yeah, know I mean, it's Undertale. supposed to be a great game. Haven't played it yet. Yeah, I'll Unch- just get it on PC anyways, I'm sure. Uncharted Lost Legacy debuted with a story trailer showing just how cool it is to have Chloe and Nadine together. I think we can all agree that we can never have too much Uncharted August 22nd. That's pretty exciting if you're an Uncharted fan. I'm excited for it. Yeah. You finished four, right? Yep. Cool. Yeah, it's quite good. What did you think of the trailer? Uh, I mean, it it looks gorgeous. It looks just as gorgeous as four did. Uh, I'm excited to have the two female characters together because... It's kind of good to get away from Nathan Drake, finally. Like, four was a good send-off for him, and to see them kind of bring Uncharted elsewhere, I think it's going to be very fun and interesting. Uh, so, And if you have the season pass for Uncharted 4, you will get this game for free. Right or on. in the season pass. Cool. Yeah, Electric Maestro says the Bubsy game is being made by Black Forest Games, the devs of Gianna Sisters, Twisted Dreams, and he quite liked that game, so he's pretty interested. Yeah, I've heard that that Gianna Sisters game is actually quite good. So they're 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 kind of a, a developer that has a lot of fondness for like older things. I just didn't know Bubsy was still a thing. I it's, didn't realize it wasn't really until this I, announcement. I, I, yeah, I just so, don't like, really remember Bubsy. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't really like. Bubsy's not Sonic. Yeah, when you've Bubsy got, was never Sonic. When you've got Mario and Sonic and what was we should we should hash out the tiers of 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 like platform game like that you've got the Mario and the Sonic at the top and then you've got like Gex Gex and Bubsy <laughs> and what, what about the Rocket Knight Adventures dude he was like pretty hardcore yeah. for Sega Rayman for maybe yeah, yeah Rayman, Rayman could be Vector in there too Man. Vector Man is super cool though yeah. The different mascots. <laughs> yeah, we we need to tier like Earthworm Jim, tier one, Earthworm Jim, Earthworm Jim's is like Crash tier Bandicoot. two. Boogerman was one of my favorites growing Booger up. Man we we could do an entirely yeah. separate episode we'll come, on this. We'll come back to that <laughs> idea someday. <laughs> oh man, I there's, there's so much to talk about. Uh yeah. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn: The Frozen Wilds was announced, and Yay. it's coming out later this year. This looked beautiful. Yes, I mean I'd, the game I just in general. Want looks more beautiful. of that game, so I'm pretty pretty happy to see that coming out. Yeah, that's pretty so, exciting. Yeah, um, yeah. It seemed like it was doing more with the tribe in the game that like lived in concert with the machines even before the final events of the game essentially hmm. happened. So it, it'll be interesting to see more from. Oh yeah, about them. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So that should uh, be cool. Yeah. Uh, what's up next? Days gone. That uh, they showed us like an updated gameplay trailer, which is pretty cool. It looks it looks incredible. I'm more interested in this game now. Yeah, we saw it last year. They're like, "Here's a zombie game." I was like, "Don't care about zombies," but then watching how they kind of 
it seems like the game is going to be about utilizing hordes of zombies against Far Cry like outposts and like yes. seeing how that yeah, plays out. Yeah, being able to use the environment against the enemy is yeah, very interesting. Like a lot of those games, like um, The Last of Us, for instance, it seems like people will be just as much of an enemy as nature. Yep. Or yeah, that was what I said during nature. the stream. Was that I bet the I bet the message of the game is that the humans are the bigger monster. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next up, Shadow of the Colossus is being remade for the PS4. Uh, it's coming in 2018. This one... That's think, high on my list. I think everyone I in, like everyone watching the stream got wet pants from this one. Well, I'm super excited personally because I didn't own a, a PS2. PS2. Yeah. So I missed out on that game, but I always read about how fantastic it was, and I would, I'm just hoping this is... Very much a direct translation of that game. Just said they're they're going to be like it's, it is an actual remake. So it sounds like they might tweak the controls a bit. But the well, controls, that's fine. like if they make if they make Shadow of the Colossus less uh, floaty, like those, like the uh, I forget the, his name, but the Eco and the team and Eco the, games, yeah, the mm. Team Eco games. Like if they make it less floaty and tighter, I'm totally okay with that too. So it looks it's the gorgeous. same company that remade Metal Gear Solid, right? They, the, yeah, the well, they did the no. It's it's the no? uh, it's the guys who put together the Metal Gear Solid Legacy Collection. Okay, that did had they do a good two job? and three. Yeah, I, I mean it all it all works very well. That that was more of a remaster than a remake, but it's going to uh, it's going to be it looks fantastic. And right it mean, like since it's being developed by somebody other than Team Eco, we might see it in a reasonable amount of time. Right. <laughs> so Joel is mentioning Knack Two. I don't remember seeing that in it the was real not, either, but it, I just read that it was a thing, and I was a little confused by that because I didn't think Knack did that well. Uh, yeah, Knack didn't necessarily do that well, but it was the brainchild of the guy that like gave that like made the PS4 for Sony. Okay, Mark Cerny. So the, I feel like they were kind of like throwing yeah, a you bone can, here. You can have another one. <laughs> sure. Also, it's All apparently, they needed to do is just give everyone that game with the PS4 when it came out. It's apparently going to be forty dollars on Ho- September fifth. Hopefully so. by now he's developed an act for that type of thing, and it's so in two months after it releases, turns out it'll, better. It'll be a PlayStation Plus Gold freebie it took a long time i don't even max Nax still, still hasn't, hasn't been even one. Made yeah. It, yeah so you know what it probably won't happen uh next up god of war returns uh it's coming out early 2018 uh, that looks more and more interesting every time i see it i love it man it looked less interesting to me i don't think so at all it looks more like god of war which i don't necessarily love and the la- the first trailer that they showed looked very interesting to me and then seeing this one just come down to beat em up with different weapons, I'm kind of like, eh. The the first trailer was like the beginning of Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah, totally. But it had Kratos in it. And I was like, all right, I'm interested to see where Kratos being a terrible father, is, like how that's going to work out. <laughs> and so it doesn't how do necessarily... you know he's a terrible father? Because he is. You know Just he is. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it feels like they're... Ten- they're... they're, they're it's almost like they were told, like, we need to get a little bit more back to what God of War is, kind of, and and I kind of don't appreciate that. That's me putting words in somebody else's mouth, but I don't know. I'm skeptical of God of War. I'm a big fan of the first God of War. It was one of the first games I ever finished. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I have a knack for not finishing games. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh. Move on. Oh. Let's go. <laughs> uh, anyways, but I'm I'm kind of excited for God of War. I think it looks cool. I like the we'll subject matter of them doing Vikings this time around instead of the uh, was it Greek or 
or Roman. I don't remember which mythology it was mixed in with, but it's mostly Greek, I think. Yeah, uh, I just I, I like the idea of the Viking mythology being roped into it this time. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. Uh, and Vikings, uh, you know, they're always just kind of cast in a poor light, other than producing some of the most gorgeous women in the world. Yeah. So, uh, Destiny Two is returning with a cool story trailer. They showed us that sweet story trailer showing off how evil and terrible the Cabal are and that our light can be taken away and we can die as Guardians. Uh, Yeah, I'm so pumped for Destiny 2. It's not even funny. And there's going to be more PlayStation exclusive content like a new strike, some uh, (laughs) weapons and armor and uh, an exclusive exotic and a crucible map. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, it looked like a sniper rifle that has three different forms. Yes. Arc, Void, and, and uh, Solar. But it I, it's not. It wasn't clear to me. I don't know if anybody got any confirmation of whether or not you can select which it is or there's just three different iterations I think it's, of I think it. it's selectable. Maybe it's just random. Every time you shoot it, it's RNG. <laughs> that, would, that would be awful. So RNGs <laughs> can fuck you over even more. Yeah. Uh, Bravo Team was announced for PSVR. I don't even remember what. Hey, that a is. VR game. It's a. It, it was the game that looks like Time Crisis for VR. Oh yeah, that looked awesome. I'm down. Uh, yeah, it's a, co- it's a cover shooter. It's a cover shooter. I for want VR. cover shooters in VR. I want tons of those. Yes, but we all know what you really want in VR, and that was shown off too. Skyrim. Skyrim. Yep. I'm excited for Skyrim VR. That's not what I really want in VR, actually. But you want that's- a Fallout, right? No, I want Time Crisis. I do want. <laughs> okay. I want Fallout in VR as well, which unfortunately we're not getting on PSVR yet. They haven't really like counted it out, so to speak. Yeah. Um, but having Skyrim in VR is super intriguing. I don't know if I'm prepared to spend sixty more dollars on Skyrim. It was that was probably one of the bigger like actual surprises of like I didn't expect to see this happen. In, in E3. Not that I necessarily think it's going to be great. Not that I necessarily am even going to pick it up. I probably will because playing another full-featured game on VR would be great. But yeah. We'll see. Well, I, I read an interesting thing on Reddit the other day about Skyrim VR in that there are over 300,000... No, 300... There's a lot of people that have played Skyrim. Yeah. A lot, yes. and most of them have invested hundreds of hours. In it's kind of the scary. Game. I mean, that might so that might be a difficult uh, thing to. I don't know what I'm saying here. It, it's scary. Like nobody has played a game like that in VR yet. I right. Mean, so what might that do to someone's psyche? <laughs> well, not only that, but the the big thing is. PlayStation VRs are more readily available now. Yeah. Like, they are no longer hard to find. You can find them at any store you go to. Yes. Now. You can go to Meijer and pick them up, which is ridiculous. Um, is there a chance that, like, Gojo, for instance, could get Skyrim VR and never return to the real world? Just die. <laughs> I think that's entirely possible. Uh, so, yeah, like, again, like, there, there are people, the hundreds, hundreds of thousands of people have played this game for hundreds of hours at a time. I personally know that I have probably somewhere around five to six hundred hours logged in Skyrim between all the different characters and accounts that I have on the two various platforms that I have it on. That being said, I don't think I need VR version of Skyrim for myself, but I can see this being a great launching point for VR to be in more homes. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely intrigued. I'll get it when it's on sale, probably. Uh, before we skip ahead, there are a few other things in between on the list here. Yep. 
Detroit Become Human, new David Cage game from the guy. He's the guy that did Heavy Rain. Looks and, interesting. Uh, I feel obligated to play it because it's based in Detroit. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. This is the Midwest Game Nerds, so we'll so probably we, have to play it. We have to. It's like our stomping grounds. Uh, and Insomniac Spider-Man. That they had a big fantastic. game demo. I didn't it, care for another Spider-Man game, but after watching that, I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. It just looks so dynamic. And the fact that it's like open world and that kind of cinematic, but also action gamey to me, like even I know Brian was saying that the combat looks a lot like Batman, which it totally does. A lot of like the it's absolutely of it Batman. Like they took from a good source though. Yeah. Like, and, and, and it, I think they're, they're molding it in the right way to make it fit Spider-Man, but then also the insanely cinematic moments of like firing off enough web to like catch the helicopter and save it. Like Spider-Man saving people while he's fighting. It looks awesome. Yes. So to see them meld the Batman type gameplay into an even yeah. more cinematic style, I guess it's looks been great. confirmed there will be different suits and stuff too, like they did with the Batman games. That's awesome. I want like, will they be functionally different? I don't know. Okay, we'll see. Um, what else? Um, yeah, the inpatient. Ah, yes. Ooh, yeah, that looks creepy. It is a prequel set 60 years before Until Dawn in the sanitarium. You play a patient with amnesia, and, well, you can see the horror possibilities of this scenario, so says the guys on NeoGAF. Uh, I don't know if anybody's played Until Dawn yet. Joel, I don't know if you played it, but if you haven't played it, you, you probably should. should, because it's probably it's one of the best really PlayStation inexpensive 4 games. at this point. Yeah. I would yes. I highly recommend everyone give this game an opportunity to shine. Uh, Electric Mastro says, Since Insomniac is handling it, I expect this Spider-Man game to be less shovelware and more actually fun. And most movie games seem to end up as shovelware these days. You are correct, totally, sir. Well, we don't even really get that many movie games anymore because they were just garbage all the time. Right. And yeah. Spider-Man, I don't believe, is actually tied to Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, I don't think Tom Holland's I in hope it. not. I think it's totally separate. But uh, I'm I'm totally down for it. It looks great. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what else here? Oh, there's a Final Fantasy 15 fishing game coming out for VR. <laughs> that looks um, <laughs> that looks stupid as hell. That's the reason I'm going to get a VR. You know why? You know why that's what this is. It. Because the VR thing that they showed off for Final Fantasy 15 last All year, all everybody did joking, was look the at way. the one girl's boobs. It was a super pervy thing. Like it was yeah. just a bunch of people looking down the girl's shirt in the car next to it you. It was so. uh, Cleavage Physics Simulator 2016. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah. if if this is it, yeah, I just uh, I can't believe that that game is going to exist. I thought it was like a prank or something. No, like no, that's ridiculous. They showed off Moss for PlayStation VR. This is about a little. Uh, mouse, mouse warrior guy. I think it's somehow tied to Moss Flower and the Brian Jock. I thought I read that it's not. Yeah, I but. thought so, but then somebody else is saying it's maybe Secret of Nim. I don't think so. Um, I It looks kind of cool. I'm kind of interested. I personally this, don't this care looks what it's like, tied to. It looks cool. It looks like something that, um, what was it, the VR, what was the robot game? In, uh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, robot Rescue? Yeah, Robot Rescue on the VR uh, demo disc. It looks similar to that, and I, I liked that game and wanted a full Robot Rescue game, but yeah. we only got the one level, so hopefully this will kind of you know scratch that itch. Uh, what else here? we got a whole bunch of little bits. Yeah, so they showed off a bunch of VR, which is great. Yeah, because it, it's glad they're putting... Yeah. There there was For a while, there was a little bit of concern that Sony wasn't going to support VR as much as they are now. 
So it's good to see them putting that at ease. Yeah. Super hot VR. Yeah. I'm so excited. Actually? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm not, but I'm, that's cool. That, that game is mind-blowing on the PC, and the VR version of it is completely different. Like, it's a totally different game. Okay. So I'm totally... It, like, Do they have a VR version on PC? Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's yeah. Oculus exclusive at the moment. Yeah. Cool. So, um, But in terms of anything else from Sony, there's a Gran Turismo Sport trailer that came out uh, fall the, of this year, so that'll be pretty cool. It'll be cool. interesting to see it up against Forza 7, see yeah. how they are. Uh, but other than that, I don't think there's much from Sony. There's obviously a bunch of... Uh, there's a whole bunch of multi-platform stuff, but I don't think there's a whole lot that any of us care about too much. Beyond Good and Evil 2, yeah. supposedly actually happening. That's that was, exciting. That's another developer that was like emotional on stage next to the the uh, the Mario Rabbids guy. Yeah. Ubisoft was just... They had the feels this time. Yeah, Ubisoft was kind of killing it too with... Uh, what was the Skull and Bones? Their pirate game? That could be fun. That looks awesome. It looks like a way more intense version of all of the sailing from Assassin's Creed Black Flag. It, if yeah. it comes out this fall, I might check it out just to scratch my Sea of Thieves itch. Yeah. <laughs> While I wait for that to come out. Uh, Bethesda did show off Fallout VR which is kind of a big deal. Bethesda was kind of a letdown, in my opinion. Like, their whole conference was kind of boring. That Wolfenstein trailer was super cool, but it just yeah. made me think, oh, I need to actually play those games because I own them and I haven't played them yet. Yeah, so... But Fallout VR, what I was... I, I don't think... Did they add full locomotion to the controls? Or no? Do you do you remember? Is it Or is it just point and click? I don't actually know. I, I'll look into that. Because I know right the Doom VFR is point-and-click movement, and I know that um, Skyrim VR is point-and-click movement if you're using the move controllers, but if you use the DualShock, it is full locomotion. So, something to consider. Hmm. Yeah, I would I would assume it's... Uh, There's no way I would want to play Skyrim VR without the potential to get sick walking around. Yeah. I want to be fully immersed, or I don't want to play it at all. Um, the Evil Within 2 trailer looked kind of cool. I didn't play the first game. Jason loved it. If you like survival horror, I think that's probably up your alley. Uh, Ooh, the new Dishonored. Yeah, the new I'm Dishonored Death of the Outsider. Standalone adventure in the Dishonored universe features, is it Dowd? Is that how it's yeah, pronounced? Yeah, Billy Lurk, available September 15th on all the platforms. Um, yeah, I, like Bethesda's whole announcement thing was just kind of lackluster because everybody i think knew fallout 4 was coming but uh oh and it is only coming to the vive it is not coming to oculus that made or psvr which is kind of having uh, built that pc i was thinking uh maybe oculus rift eventually yeah because i can't do the room scale thing with the amount of room i have i think it will work for oculus have you seen anything saying it won't? Yeah, every announcement... Any, it any, says it's for Vive specifically. It's, it's Vive only. No support for Oculus, according to like everything I've looked up. But if somebody can find otherwise... That doesn't mean that... That's cool. ...that uh, PC modders or somebody... Yeah, so, I'm sure someone will figure it out. Because I, I was pretty certain that any that the Oculus could play pretty much any any uh, Vive games. Yeah. Okay. But um, I'll see it's going to be a long time until I get one of those anyways. The Witcher 3 is getting an update for Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. So that's exciting because that game already looks incredible. 
Yeah. So good to know. Electric Mastro said he's playing the first Beyond Good and Evil right now. Nice. So much polish into it, it's worth giving it a try. I really want to play the HD version, which came out a couple of years ago. So. Right on. I think I might have gotten it like free with uh, Xbox Gold or something at some point. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. Uh, I think we should cut back to our crossplay discussion. Well, I, just, then, my, I had one last thing to okay. say. Uh, Monster Hunter World is coming. Oh yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. So, Monster Hunter World uh, coming. I think that is Xbox and PS4. It and is multi-platform. That was one of the more impressive things too. I, like yeah, reading really about cool. Monster Hunter games before, I just wasn't really interested in that whole yeah. IP. But yeah. like, it looks cool. I'm interested, and it's a multiplayer game, from what Indeed. I understand, so that's yep. So yeah, fun. that's our E3 wrap-up of all the games and stuff that were announced. We probably missed something, but... Yeah, if there's anything else reasonable anybody wants job us to for talk about, about an hour and a half. send us feedback, midwestgamers at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, uh, but in the meantime, we're going to talk cross-play, because... Do, cross- well, well, do we want to do who won for us? Yeah, okay, because Joel was asking. I personally feel as though Microsoft won... Um, they just, everything they announced and the, I, it, they just did a really nice job. Yeah. I thought, and, and I mean, I know their, I know their format was a little bit longer than everyone else's, but, uh, I think they had, they needed to say a lot. Yeah. I think it was necessary and I think they did a great job doing it. And I, I mean, they had less technical issues than PlayStation had. Sony had issues with, oh like, yeah, the sound, the sound, sound yeah. and, that was ridiculous. I mean, yeah. So. I think Microsoft won. Brian? Uh, yeah, I would probably lean that direction, too. Um, I, they didn't show off my, what I can, would consider my favorite games that I saw. Yeah. But, yeah. Without the Scorpio, I would put all three of them in a deadlock because they all showed me a lot of games that I'm really excited for. Like, I think all three came out with a lot of really strong video yeah. games. I mean, I'm, and, I'm glad I have all the platforms. Yeah, this so time around. I, I think it's. I mean, I think overall it was a really good E3. Agreed. Uh, the Scorpio sounds like <laughs> a fantastic piece of hardware. Um, I hope it's fantastic. The Xbox One X, excuse me, same mm-hmm. thing. Um, but. <sighs> In, in, in the long run, I don't personally need one. I think they kind of lost out being later to the game than than Sony was. Probably like, if the if the One X would have came out before the Pro at this point, like I think it would be like I would have bought one. Like yeah. that would have happened. Period. Um, but now that they're like, hey, all of our games are still coming out for PC, and uh, you know the. Xbox One S has UHD Blu-ray. I have no reason to buy a One X now, so right. I, I don't think I'm going to. That could change. That could change. But uh, So in, in the long run, I think Microsoft won. I think they did a really great job of messaging the One X as a, as compared to Sony's like, hey, here's here's a new one. Right. <laughs> and that was like it's all it was. bigger than the other one. Yeah, it's a little bigger. It looks like two of them stacked together. We it's added like a, a, a USB sandwich. port. <laughs> you get you get one more USB port and, and 500 gigabytes. 
plus boost mode is coming way later. Yeah, the but USB we're not going to tell you that. Piss me off, by the way. I can't even fit my thumb drive I use all the time in the front. Yeah, I know. I know. They're scary. terrible with that because even the even the first PlayStation. <laughs> it's like was a normal size thumb drive. It is. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Joel asked, out of all the games that we've said, what are the top two games that you're most excited about? I know one of John's is Destiny. Actually, I have not Destiny. Destiny's a no-brainer, which I said in the chat yeah. here. Uh, we're going to just pretend that Destiny doesn't count. Yeah, if, if, I, if I don't get to pick Destiny, I am most excited for Anthem, and I'm most excited for Mario Rabbids. Like, I'm pumped for both of those games. So, hmm. I know it's Alex. I'm, you'll be a little more difficult to choose because you actually you dig a lot of those indie titles too. So yeah, there's a lot of good indie stuff, but even like there wasn't a ton here. Like the last night looks fantastic. Yes. Uh, so that might be on there somewhere. But in terms of even like if I just restricted it to AAA stuff, um, Super Mario Odyssey is definitely up there, and. Uh, I'd probably also have to go with um, Shadow of the Colossus because it's yeah. just that good. Like, I would be so down to play it again. So I think that would probably be where I'm at. Right on. Brian, um, what about you? Um, well, I kind of was leaning that direction, too. But I would say Mario Odyssey and maybe that last night game, the last night. That yeah. looks, right on. I just really like the whole style of that. And yeah. There's not enough cyberpunky kind of games out there. Well, not when it gets stolen and put up for ransom on the internet well, by yeah. hackers. Yeah. Uh, if you pay attention to our social media, you would see <laughs> yeah. that that was announced. Or just read game news. The CD Projekt Red That we usually post hacked. a day or two late. But, yeah. So those are our top two games, I suppose. Uh, let us know in the comments uh, what your top two games are. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So cross Crossplay. I have been dying for the ability to play all of my games with all of my friends, no matter what system they have it on. Uh, Rocket League has kind of opened the doors between PlayStation and PC. Uh, so has Final Fantasy Online, the online Final Fantasy games 11 and 14. Rocket yeah. League, you can play um, PC and Xbox as well now. Yeah, so there's that. And with the announcement of Minecraft coming to all of the systems and being able to interplay with everyone except PlayStation 4, there was a lot of uh, a lot of people at E3 were questioning, like, yes. why the hell not? And a lot of heated discussion internally with our friends... Right. So now it was my understanding that Sony's basic response was the people who play Minecraft are mostly children and we have to look out for the kids. And the response from Eurogamer, I believe it was, the the interviewer said, well, (laughs) Nintendo's entire player base is mostly children and they don't seem to care. (laughs) Yeah. And Sony was like, well, that's their call. So, one, that's a total bullshit cop-out response from Sony, and they should know better than to just leave people with that bullshit. I um, mean, in, in, in it's bullshit. It's an anti-consumer move. It is literally against Sony's interest to let this happen, because they're basically just like, most people have PlayStations. If you want to play with your friends, buy a PlayStation. Like, that's their I logic. Think, and yeah. It's shitty. And it sucks. With a game like Minecraft, especially, how many people own that game? I would imagine there are people that own a PlayStation 
that would love to play with their friends that played on PC and have played it for years. Yeah, on PC I mean the fact like Gojo Gojo's got Minecraft on everything, I'm sure. But the fact that I well I now know he can you... play all of them at the same time with himself. <laughs> yeah, there we go <laughs> on every platform. So it, it, like that, given all of that stuff, Sony's argument of. <laughs> This picture Gojo wearing the VR helmet playing Skyrim <laughs> VR, but then he's got all these Minecrafts like set up around him, so he's not only playing VR but Minecraft at the same time. <laughs> PlayStation VR picture in picture. Yeah, sitting on the toilet, eating food, um, yep, staying alive somehow. Sony's Sony's seemingly BS response of we we need to protect the kids. I think holds a little bit of ground because I think the idea that. Like, Sony probably has strict protocols in their PlayStation Network agreements that will allow them to make certain moves on users if there's something that arises like an abuse situation. And seeing those interact with Xbox and PC and everything, all of that, I think, is a bit of a mess. Obviously, it's never been a problem for PC, PC, like, you know, you could connect to things on a PC from a long, long time ago. I was a kid, and I was, like, seven years old, and somebody sent me Goatsy, and I was terrified. <laughs> like, that, that's a real thing to have. Those kinds of things happen. And, obviously, there was nobody to go to. It's a learning to. experience. There was nobody in those cases to be, like, you know, like, I no guess, one, no one to I guess responsible. if I told mom and dad and it got really big, maybe they could be, like, we need to sue AOL. But the fact that somebody <laughs> could buy a PlayStation 4 and play a game with, like, play Minecraft and go and connect with somebody on Xbox, and then interfacially, if there's something that goes wrong there, in a jurisdictional sense, that is a really messy, terrible thing. Because the parents could be like, Sony, why don't you have safeguards in place to stop this? And then they can't be like, well, what we're connecting with so Xbox in One. Minecraft, like build a forest of 3D dicks or something? I don't know. It, it's not necessarily just Minecraft. It's, you <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> like, it's, all, it's all a big liability nightmare is the problem. So it is, I but don't, that's, that's why you have terms of service. That's why you make that stupid contract that nobody fucking reads, and you make them sign it before they can use the shit that they want to use. That's why that yes, exists. I I know I have no rights anymore. Every video game company owns my soul. That literally covers every base of anything that could ever possibly happen on their network, and that's why it's there. So what's the big deal? It's a little bit of that with also the Sony's on top, you come to us. Like, it's those two things combined. But it's just funny because, like, what was it, two years ago maybe? Sony was like, hey... We're willing to talk. We're willing to meet at the table and go over it. And now, now <laughs> that Microsoft, that's not, that's not what they said. Okay, find they said, what exactly what they, they said. said. We've been supporting cross-platform play since the PlayStation Two when Final Fantasy Eleven could play on PS Two and PC. That is that. That was their. They're I, like we've always remember, been. We have always been accepting of cross-platform. They've had play. some cross-platform things. Yeah. yeah, they have some, and it's very limited to PC. But what yeah. I'm looking for is to be able to play my version of Destiny Two on whichever platform I want with my friends, no matter what platform they're on. I get it, and that's a great idea, and it would be fantastic. Yes. There's other logistical nightmares, though. Like it's okay, it's kind of okay now because it works with like Assassin's Creed and whatever the fuck Ubisoft comes out because you gotta have an Ubi Club whatever account. That's the reason that 
Um, Star Trek VR, you can play between the Oculus, the Vive, and the PSVR. You can do that because it's not saying, like, there's no issues if John D1703 on PSN and John D1703 and Xbox try to play together because they're linked on the Ubisoft side of things with um, Uplay. Mm-hmm. Destiny 2 is going to be the same with Battle.net because you're going to have a Battle.net name. Battle.net does all of that for Overwatch and Des- uh, Diablo 2 or 3. All of those. Like, so you're going to have to have an account for all of these games that do that. Like, I don't know how Rocket League does that between if you have an Xbox and a PS4. I don't know either because I don't recall. I don't. I I have no idea how that works, but it's kind of a logistical of nightmare. Like it kind of sucks. I mean, it, yeah, they can make it work. They've made it work. Obviously, Minecraft is going to do it. I would just like, at the very least, like. I know it worked. It worked within the same family of consoles, um, like. With uh, Call of Duty, I want to say it was Ghost or something, which I fucking hated that game. But I <laughs> I played it on one generation of console and was able to play it on another one. Destiny was like that too, actually. You could play on you a 360 transfer your character. and you could... You didn't even have to transfer it. You could just log in on a 360 and then you could log in on an Xbox One and all your shit was there and it worked fine. I would like to be able to do that between platforms and I don't feel like that's too much to ask for. Like, if you're going to make me buy... An extra copy of the game, fine. I get it. Sony wants their cut too, fine. But I want the option to be able to not have to restart everything. That would be pretty every nice. time. Yeah. I decide I want to switch to a different platform, and, and I'm open to that as well. If and, and I'm okay at with the giving, very least, I'm saying. I'm okay with giving up the exclusives too. If that means I can play on whichever platform I want, whenever I want, with my friends, no matter what platform they're on. So and again, I, I'll buy Destiny twice, like I just did for fucking PlayStation <laughs> and Xbox. God, I can't believe I did. I spent like three hundred dollars on that stupid game. Uh, <laughs> but I'm willing to spend three hundred more if that gives me the ability to play how I want, when I want, with whoever I want. Yeah. So I mean, I think I just think Sony's being a bitch about it. And they, they totally, and I don't mean to sound like I'm that I'm defending. We all know that I'm a Sony fanboy. I'm trying even to has give the blue microphone. I'm tra- Come on, I just noticed. That. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give the. And I've got the yellow one because I'm a bitch. Apparently, <laughs> I'm yellow. I'm trying to give the devil's advocate at least. Like I, I still absolutely think that it's bullshit. They yeah, should be it, letting the Minecraft happen. They should be doing Rocket League. Like, they should be letting all of these things play with each other when they can, because that kind of experience is not... Just be like, upfront awesome. about it. I'm just... Just own up to why you're not doing it, is what I want from that. That doesn't even work like for me. It's because our network is out of date compared to Microsoft. Which it also is. That might That's be also what, a problem. what they don't want to fess up about. You can't change your name. <laughs> because it's tied to the PlayStation 3, like, Yeah, network, the PSN, yeah. So based it, on, like, pre-internet protocol or something. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, it uses telegraphs to log in. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I just want everybody to get along. I do so, too. And and it would be... Yes, we're never going to have world peace until we have free cross-platform play. <laughs> That's really what it comes down to. It, and and I, think, I, I think Sony's going to cave. They will cave at some point. I don't know if it's going to take till the PS5. I don't know if it's going to take Microsoft being like, hey, guess what? We're not giving you any cool Minecraft shit anymore because that's right. We own it. 
that could be a thing. <laughs> like, they could yeah. do that. But... It would just I, be interesting to watch Minecraft support on PS4 go down the drain because of this. It'll probably it's, take people like us possible. to not buy three or four copies of Destiny for them to maybe kick Cave to. That would probably help. Yeah, yeah. If you guys actually voted with your dollars yes. instead of being like... Stop hey. buying all this garbage DLC <laughs> and stuff like that. I just want to go home and play Destiny now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I You know, I hope... I hope they cave at some point. I think they will. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see what. what happens. I hope so too. And it's not like the Destiny people have 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 kind of already confirmed there will never be crossplay. Well, but, not between PC and consoles. That's not which that's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, I mean, in some way. Yeah, but, but yeah. Anyways, if you're listening along <laughs> and you have an opinion, Pat, Pat says he's going to buy buy six copies. Okay, so. good, cool. Yeah, so of just the Xbox one because he doesn't have a PlayStation. <laughs> he's going to buy one for Xbox One and then one for his Xbox That's One cool. X. There's six special editions. Well, of, there's six SKUs of uh, Assassin's Creed. I pre-ordered for PlayStation. Isn't one of them like twelve hundred dollars? So something like that. If Pat can buy me an Xbox copy, I'll play with him. <laughs> Uh, anyways, as I was saying, if you have an opinion about crossplay and want to tell us about it, please do send us feedback at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or Twitter at MGM Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at MidwestGameNerds. And again, if you're watching us on Twitch, thank you so much. Please do not forget to follow us so you know when we go live. We go live every other Sunday at 730 Eastern in the United States of America. I've got some of the uh, other times listed on our Twitch page, so uh, definitely check that out. Uh, and if you're while you're listening or even watching along, head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support. Check out all the various ways you can support us. We have a support store where you can buy shirts, hoodies, beer koozies, and there's a donate button if you don't feel like buying anything and you just want to help out. Video games, again, are very expensive, but you know if you throw us a couple of bucks and maybe a few other people throw us a couple extra bucks, we can save you extra money down the line by wasting that money on games that suck so you don't have to. Uh, and don't forget to check out our Amazon affiliate link. When you shop on that Amazon affiliate link, you make money for us by buying things that you already probably want to buy on your own anyways. So please do buy through that Amazon affiliate link when you're on Amazon. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher so we can climb the charts. We're talking about Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all we have to say about any of that. I want to thank all of our Twitch followers and the Twitch viewers for sticking around. Uh, Mr. Bula, a.k.a. Pat, and Joel, thank you so much. And Electric, Electric Maestro, and who was the other guy that jumped in? Yeah, a lot in? of good feedback, thanks. There was another guy in there somewhere. We got, we did get two Jellostin. follows. Oh, good, cool, good, I'm glad. Uh, let me, I can pull them up real quick. If you vamp for a second. I do want to say horrormovieyearbook.com. Go there. They just put out the class of 1995. But also, uh, with regards to the Midwest Game Nerds, they did do a post. Willie did a post about the DLC we need for the Friday the 13th game. Yeah. Go check that out and weigh in. Let us know what you think is uh, is necessary. Also, isn't Preacher Season 2 coming up? Preacher Season 2 starts next Sunday. Gone to Texas is going to be coming back this week with a quick primer episode, and then we'll be back in full force to review the two-night premiere next week, probably out on Tuesday at the latest, I hope. So uh, if you haven't seen Preacher, Preacher Season 1 is up on uh, Netflix and Hulu. Check it out. Listen to some of our episodes and uh, come join us for the conversation for Preacher Season 2. I don't think we're going to stream that one live, uh, but it will be edited and up the day or two afterwards. So, yeah. cool. uh, Arunada and Electric Mastro, thank you for following us on Twitch. We appreciate it. 
And Jelliston, thanks for jumping in at some point. Yep. And Pat, thank you for watching. Yeah, always, Pat and Joel. And Joel. We love you guys. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. If you have uh, any interest in checking out the other podcasts on the network, please go to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com and check it out. Uh, again, Horror Movie Yearbook, the great guys. They've been on here for, you know, we had Willie on here for two episodes. Tim was on with Willie for one episode. Uh, and also Gone to Texas, Westworld FM. And uh, the, the archives of the Midwest Film Nerds podcast are there. Uh, and, you know, our downloads last week, like, doubled for the podcast. So whatever you guys are doing, if you're helping out, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thank it was, you. It was cool to see those numbers skyrocket like that. We're already halfway through the month of June, and our downloads have reached uh, more downloads than what we had in May. So we really appreciate any promo you do on your end. So thank you very much, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.